Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Hello, and welcome to episode two of my four-part brand color series. Um, thank you so much for all of the feedback of last week's episode. I'm so glad that you loved it. Um, and to hear that, you know, that it was helpful and clarifying in the way that, you know, identifying the mistakes um, surrounding choosing brand colors. And if you loved that one, you're going to love this one because I'm going to be sharing my three-part framework for choosing your brand colors. So it's not just as simple as choosing a color that you um, that you like, um, as in, you know, like your favorite color or um, I don't know, a color that you see somebody else using. Um, if your brand colors are not aligned with your actual brand personality um, and the way that you are wanting to communicate with your audience, if it's not aligned with your customers' needs, their wants, their desires, their emotional state, the desired emotional state, or, you know, aligned with your actual offering, you do actually run the risk of repelling sales rather than attracting them. And I just wanted to remind you, uh, if you haven't listened to last week's episodes, go and do that now. But just as a reminder, a little refresher, that the key thing you need to know before you do anything that communicates your message in any way, and this includes your brand colors, is to have your brand foundation in place and be really confident in your brand strategy. This is a thing that you're always going to be coming back to as a guide, um, not just in setting up your brand, but when making any kind of decisions when it comes to communicating um, with your audience. And sort of as you progress through that journey, um, things may evolve or things, you know, in business, things come up that we weren't expecting. But to have this baseline, to have like this anchor, a compass to guide your way in everything that you're doing, everything's just going to keep making sense. And you're going to be able to make really clear decisions. Um, and especially, you know, keeping that connection with your audience strong. So just on um, a little fact about brand colors, is that, you know, one of the benefits of choosing strong brand colors is that brand colors increase recognition um, for your business, like being associated with your business by 80%. So as opposed to a business who um, maybe changes up their colors a lot or uses, um, you know, like lots of different colors in different situations. So I just wanted to reiterate, do not be tempted to choose colors just because you like them, okay? Yes, of course, your color palette needs to be aesthetically pleasing. It needs to be pretty, but it's not about you. You need to make it attractive to your dream customer. Not necessarily, I mean, it might be you, maybe your dream customer is you, <laughs> but they do need to communicate how your product or service is going to make this person feel. Um, so one of the biggest takeaways here is that by having your brand strategy defined and being applied to your marketing, you know, it's, it's integral to creating an aligned and impactful brand, one that is remembered, one that is loved, one that is recognized in the marketplace. And this takes time, but is important to set it up properly from the beginning. 
Um, and for it all to make sense. That's why going through this process is so important. Um, remember that a strategy is just a plan. So don't get overwhelmed by it. Um, that's why I'm here. I'm here to help you. So this is what um, we've been, the moment you've been waiting for, <laughs> my three-step framework for choosing your brand colors. Okay, step one. You need to have a crystal clear understanding of your best ever customer a profile, um, a customer avatar, um, a, you know, a dream customer persona. Um, traditionally, this is known as your target market, but your client avatar is a really clear picture of that one person who needs your product or service the most. You really need to get into their head and their heart um, and there are various ways to do this. Um, brand Alchemy, my signature brand foundation course, includes um, my signature process in how to create your customer avatar, how to discover that person, and really know that it is correct. Because this is something that I know a lot of custom um, business owners struggle with, is that they hear this thing, they hear this, um, this phrase thrown around, they may have done a few exercises here and there, um, but there's still some confusion. There's still some second guessing. Okay. It needs to be hundred percent. You know that that's the person. Okay. So step number two in this process is to really know how they're feeling, um, and, you know, understand why they need to know, um, why they need to, sorry, um, why they need what you've got, um, you know, what's keeping them up at night, how are you going to be helping them um, and, you know, truly understanding which colours would help to alleviate these concerns. We'll get that to, into that in a minute. But step three um, is what feelings or emotional response do you want to evoke in them to associate with how your offer can help them? How do you want to motivate them? Um, do you want them to feel like they're wrapped up in a big warm hug or do you want them to feel motivated and empowered and full of energy? Um, just, you know, something to consider and it's probably a little bit outside the box depending on your personality type or how your brain is used to thinking. Um, but once you have clarity on these three steps, so step one is to have your customer profile. Step two is to know how they're feeling. Step three is to know how what they aspire to feel when they work with you. What do you want to evoke in them? Um, so once you have these three things, you can then choose your brand colors based on their associated meanings and feelings that they evoke. And this is known as color psychology, my friend. And this is the key to unlocking the, your perfect color palette. So next week, next week's episode is going to be a crash course in color psychology. So once you've got these three things in place, so, you know, this week, get a, grab a paper and a pen and just, you know, do some research and then come back, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you automatically receive next week's podcast. It's going to be amazing. Color psychology is my favorite thing in the whole world. I love it so much um, because colors really do and can have a profound impact on our feelings and emotions and 
huge reminder is that 100% of purchase decisions are made with emotions. All our logical brains are doing are justifying um, our decisions of made by our emotions. So when you think of it like that, um, everything that we do, do when we're crafting our, our visual brand and, um, you know, even our core elements and our brand strategy and our foundation, everything is based on feelings and emotions. And it, that's how important it is. And that's why it's so important, because that's how decisions are made. So thanks so much for joining me for another juicy episode of Brand Lover Podcast. Um, I'll see you next week for episode three in our four part color series thank you so much for listening if you loved this week's episode of brand lover take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on instagram or facebook and don't forget to tag me i'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the brand lover podcast reach more heart aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself Thanks again and I'll see you next week.